The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? Yes, and the Texans just keep stepping on their cranks. Now they made their quarterback mad. Let's do this. It's a Thursday on the Blitz. Diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And The Blitz is on for a Thursday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe with me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon. A.J. Hoffman, Chocolate Braveheart, Aaron Rabel, the Voldemort. If you want to get in today, 713-780-ESPN's the number. 713-780-3776 or get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. Send a message. Aaron will read it. Twitter at Fred Fowler. F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real. At Aaron is blitzed. At Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. You can watch us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN975. And uh, guess what? It's Thursday. And we're I in was the thinking r- that yesterday. It's like, I told my wife, I said, you know what's great news? Tomorrow's Thursday. I mean, Pretty much and almost done with the week. Then it's Friday, Friday. and uh, Friday, Friday. And we are here in the Rona Free uh, Gal Media Studios. Yes, we are. And I'm still in the best mood ever. So Good for you. There. <laughs> I mean, it, boy, you want to talk about little things in life. Like getting a negative test and then coming back to work and being in studio that just makes me, I mean, it, it, I, mean I feel so damn good just because of that. I'm going to keep this feeling going. Well, there you go. I'm not even going to let the Texans ruin it for me with their, oh, Deshaun Watson wants to be traded. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. The more I thought about this thing, and at some point today I want to get to why I'm out on Brian Dable if they decide to go that direction. But this is just so typical Texan. It's like the more things change, you know, nothing, nothing's any different when they bring on this guy. I mean, and and we're starting to hear some. So uh, it's funny because we're hearing very different things from different parties. Uh, there's some people who are hearing Josh McDaniels is the front runner to be the head coach, and some people are saying Josh McDaniels will not be the head coach. Oh, like zero chance. Very specifically, John McClain is the one yes. saying that. And I, you know, look, John has great sources over there. I trust John, but Eric Mangini. This this would be the typical Texan thing to do. Hire Josh McDaniels, bring in a Matt, Adam Gase and Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia to run your defense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, can you and, imagine? And just keep Romeo around. Oh, and then oh, guess what no. you've got? A disaster. A glorious disaster. <sighs> so, now, if, if they do all that, I've, I've said this. I'm out on them completely. I'm more than happy to never talk about them again because there'll never be anything positive to say. And, yeah, if, if I'm Deshaun Watson, of course, now McLean also reported, oh, there's no way the Texans will trade Deshaun Watson. I mean, they're telling people that. But Deshaun Watson could make it tough on him if he wants to. Just don't yeah. don't show up for mini camps and things like that. He can turn into a pain in the ass. Yeah, and I wouldn't blame him. I would not blame him. It's frustrating enough for us to watch this crap. Imagine if you work for him. Imagine if you're the, the face of the franchise and... You know they're they're probably telling him, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna mix things up. We're gonna try to do this right." And then you bring in another Patriot guy, and what's his first thought gonna be? 
Like, whoa, whoa, whoa how, how is this a culture change? How are we changing the culture here? And I, again, Casario might turn out to be okay. Um, there, there's some people who swear by him, but he's not going to be okay if he just does this kind of stuff. Josh McDaniels, woo. And at some point, at some point, doesn't the fan base say bleep you? I'm done with this. I, I'll I'll be honest. I, I think they they kind of have to if that were to happen. If the if the Texans hire Josh McDaniels, it may be like there may be Texans fans who are like I'm I'm done. I'm out on this. I hope there are. I, I I mean I know a lot. I have a couple of friends who they're longtime season ticket holders. They travel to games. They you know they are all about the Texans, and a lot of them didn't renew this year. Yeah, and part of it was the Rona, and part of it was yeah. Bill O'Brien. And you're going to try to get those guys back. Good luck if this is what you do, because they're they're just. And can we? Can I just throw this out there? Josh McDaniels isn't any good. No, he's not. And he's been a head coach. He wasn't any good. And I mean, really, that's what you're going to do? Bring in a bunch more of these guys who aren't Bill Belichick. Well, but they know Bill. That matters, right? I guess. Yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, I know some people who are really damn good at radio, too, and look at me. You know, there's that. Um, Josh McDaniels only had one losing season as a head coach. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. What was he there, two years or three? One and a half. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Oh man! And the other season was eight and eight. So Ooh. I, mean, it's, Ooh. I, I mean, but I'm just saying, only one losing season. This we might as well bring in Charlie Weiss too. Yeah, yeah, that'd be Let's great. Get the band back together. Oh, can this, you imagine? Yeah, God, this is this would be like the Jimi Hendrix experience without Jimi Hendrix, right? Yeah, that's that's what they're trying to put together here. So I don't need it. I I, I mean. Listen, I'm not like a I'm I'm not a Texans fan. I I I don't have any emotional attachment to the franchise. But I I, I can't imagine that they're I, I mean, I and I don't really know because I'm not I, I'm not really a hardcore fan of any team, so I don't know what it would take for you to stop being a hardcore like what would it take for you to to stop being a Maple Leafs fan? Um it would have to be they'd have to hire somebody rapey. Okay. Cuz that's that's what got me out on UH for a year. Yeah. So, uh, something like that. But it, the, the difference is with the Maple Leafs, I know what they are. I mean, they're, they're a better version of the Texans in that they'll make the playoffs every year, and they'll lose in the first round. Usually yeah. they're the Bruins, but they'll lose in the first round, and they'll spend a bunch of money. I mean, they try. They go out and make big trades and big uh, signings, but I know what they are, and so I accept that. And it, it's not – the difference is they try. Yeah, and they they do good stuff. They they went and got the best available coach that didn't work out. Then they got the best up and coming coach, and he did okay last year. They went and spent money. They went and uh, signed the biggest free agent of the last few years. They're out there battling. It just never works. They're just cursed. They're the Cubs before the Cubs won the World Series. Right, no, I think I think a better example is the Red Sox. They're the Red Sox before the Red Sox won because everybody there thinks they're the greatest, and they yeah. they think they're no, the Canadians. Yeah, and. And they're out there spending money, but uh, I, I just I think uh, this though is more of a an absolute bleep you to the fans. I think it, it's yeah, it's we don't care what you think, we don't care what our quarterback thinks. We think Nick Casario is the right guy. Yeah. That's and 
it, that's just been so consistent in this organization, and I think it's just got to go back to Cal, right? Cal and Easterby? I mean, I guess so. I, I don't know where else you, you point, but yeah, it, it, there's a lot of there's just a lot of red flags popping up right now, and you would think, man, a fresh start, and that's that's why it really should have been a clean slate period, which I the agree. Texans have never done in the history of their franchise. No, no, they've never wiped out a GM and head coach. Well, they did with Bill O'Brien; they wiped out the GM and the head coach, but they right. left the GM supreme, the the supreme overlord, uh, in charge. Uh, when when they because when they hired Kubiak, they already brought Rick Smith in. Yeah. And got rid of Casserly first. Yep. And then, and then when they fired Rick Smith, Bill O'Brien was, yeah. was still around. Yeah, they they kind of kept. You know, they they didn't do a total reset, which is what needed to be done here. I, and I, yeah, it, it's it's so amazing to me. I, I guess I, I look at this, and I'm not surprised by any of it because this is what they consistently they do. But it, it it's it just flies in the face of everything that makes sense. Yeah. And it's so predictable. It's it's like me with marriage. You know, I'm just going to keep going until I get it right, and I'm going to do the same things over and over. And you know, guess what? It's going to fail. Yeah. But that's that's me. So I I don't blame Deshaun at all. And I, and I know they obviously I'm I'm sure John got that from somebody pretty high up in the organizations. And oh no, we're not trading him no matter what. But if they and I, and I think part of this is he wants a say in the coach, which he should. Frankly, he should. Yeah, he's you're paying him, you know. And and if you if you told him, I get he's the, your franchise. I get the sense they told him that he'd have a say in the GM too. I'm sure they did, and then he didn't. Nope. So that would be, you know, what from a talk radio perspective, would that not be the most awesome thing ever if they've made Deshaun mad and and he wants to get traded. Well, the problem would be if that if that were to happen, ev- everyone would hate us because we would just sit here every day and talk about what a disastrous organization this is, and we would never say nice things about them. Like I was actually looking forward. The, the great thing to me, one of the great things about Bill O'Brien being canned was, okay, whoever they hire, it's going to have to be better than Bill O'Brien, right? So maybe I'll be able to have a fresh start with the Texans. And maybe I'll be they'll be able to build some positive equity with me, and that way the listeners of this show who love the Texans will stop thinking AJ just hates the Texans because they're from Houston, which isn't the case. I hate the Texans because they're a terribly run organization. Uh, I I thought that maybe it would be a step in that direction. Now I'm starting to think that it it may just be it may it may be more of the same if this, not worse well, and, and this is the worst part like I, I always try to balance things a little bit but if they do this I'm going to hate them more than you hate them we're not going to have any we're not going to have any voice of reason yeah. around here because and I mean that's not really fair voice of reason but we're not going to have anybody who says well maybe if, maybe it'll work out if you do this no I will hate I already hate David Johnson I hate David Johnson <laughs> I don't think David Johnson is going to be on this team I hate anymore, Jack so Easterby right. oh no you, you know what if they do all this stuff they're going to just not even cut him. They're just going to keep him around. And he'll he'll get out there and have 2 yards of carry again. Yeah, if they if they do this, they bring in Josh McDaniels and do that that kind of crap, I will I will hate them. I will officially hate this team. And I will not have anything positive to say about them. So I'm warning you Texans fan. That's that's where this is headed.
All right. We're going to take a quick break. It is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. G'day, mate. This is Sam Windsor of the Houston Sabercats. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN Listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. It's a little odd. I can tell you it's caught the attention of some people around the league, and they've wondered themselves why Houston has not put in a slip. Now, the only thing you could say is that the Texans were busy doing their GM hiring, landing Nick Casario to a six-year contract this past week, but that doesn't excuse not at least putting in a permission slip for him to at least have the idea to be able to speak to him. I don't think he's going to speak to them now, even if they were to put in a slip. They're late to the party, and he's taking care of his interviews, and he's trying to focus on the upcoming divisional playoff round that the Chiefs have next weekend. And so it just looks a little odd that every team with an opening has interviewed him, but the Houston Texans haven't. And we're back on the Blitz. Yeah, it makes no sense to me. Well, they already talked to Marvin Lewis, so... Yeah. <laughs> so, honestly, stop bringing up Watson trade. It's not going to happen. Everyone sounds stupid. Hey, Watson's the one who was leaking it out that he might demand a trade. Do you, what would you have thought if I told you a year ago today that DeAndre Hopkins is going to be traded away? Yeah, and here's... here's no, people thought that sounded stupid, and guess what? It did sound stupid. What, and what, for what, David Johnson. For David Johnson. And not getting a first-round pick. <sighs> and the same, so don't think any, like, anything is possible. Well, we I, didn't I, think Bill O'Brien could possibly get fired. He got fired. We didn't think DeAndre Hopkins would get traded for David Johnson. He got traded for David Johnson. The, the, there are things within this organization that are unexplainable. I mean, it really, crazy things happen. And then the same guy says, Josh McDaniels isn't going to get hired. Stop it with nonsense talk. Literally, y'all are smarter than this. First off, you misuse literally. But uh, (laughs) how can you say that when they just did something that they always do? Let's go get another Patriot guy. Well, I mean, that anything is absolutely possible with this group. Lamont uh, tweeted during the break, am I missing something? Why is everyone upset about the Casario thing? Everyone wanted him back in the day, and now everybody's upset. The reason why, Lamont, is because Easterby was the guy who wanted Casario in the first place. And now we know what we know about Jack Easterby, and you want to move in a different direction from that. And not only did they not move in a different direction, they have put more of, of Easterby's fingerprints on this. So that's why. Because nobody nobody wants Jack Easterby here. And Jack Easterby picked the GM. And that's the whole thing. I mean, how you can't sit there and say, oh, that's just dumb. That's just dumb. Look at how many dumb things they've done. 
And you start with the whole DeAndre Hopkins thing. And there and stuff was being leaked about that. And we're like, oh, no, they're not going to trade DeAndre Hopkins. That would just be dumb. That's impossible. Literally, you're smarter than that. Whoops. Yeah, so I, honestly, I have I, I said all along, man, if you get the right GM in here and hire the right coaches, you can turn this thing around really quickly. It's just I don't know if I trust them to do the right thing. Now I know they won't do the right thing. They've, they've shown it. I mean, as long as these guys are in charge, they're not going to do the right thing. And, yeah. But uh, I also think, and, you know, I, I just, I, you, they keep proving to me that they don't know what the hell they're doing. That's it. So maybe, and I've said all, I said from the one positive, maybe Nick Casario knows what he's doing. But if this is the kind of stuff that he's looking at, yeah. no, he doesn't. He doesn't. And he got a six-year deal. Yeah, for uh, really good money. Uh, just want to throw this out there as a nice little bookend. How many years was Bill O'Brien here? Six, right? I think it was six, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, almost six. Yeah. Well, I think it was six plus. Six plus, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah. so, uh, you know, we'll see. I'm... I'm and, you know, listen, a six-year deal, the only reason why you care about it, and there's no reason to care about how much money they gave him other than it just proves that they're very, very excited about him. But because it's not like it's a, a salary cap issue. It's just yeah. an organization issue. It's the organization deeper entrenching themselves in this culture of we wish we could be the Patriots. Yeah. I mean, that's – and, yeah, I'm, I'm out on that. I, I have been for a while. So he says, hey, just go back to being Oiler fans. The Titans are good. The Titans aren't the Oilers. No. No, that's, that's, stop with that. I mean, if you're a, a Oiler fan who's stuck with the Titans, you're really a Bud Adams fan. And he's dead. I mean, it was okay the first few years when they had Steve McNair and Eddie George and the guys who were here. I, I could see that. But now, there's no tie. It's not the, I mean, it's just the same rich person owned them. That's all. All right, 713-780-3776. If you want to get in, we'll be happy to take some phone calls. And uh, how about we uh, we try Owen? Although we got to go kind of easy on the calls because poor Aaron has to handle them. What's up, Owen? All right, so sticking with the Patriots theme, uh, what about trading Deshaun Watson for Bill Belichick? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that's that's a thought. Uh, and, yeah, and I yeah. actually that if you're if you're going to trade Deshaun, that's one I'd entertain. Uh, unf- that's not going to happen. Yeah, I, I don't want to get into trade speculation just yet because, like I said, Nick Casario may sit down with Deshaun and say, "Hey, who who do you want as a head coach? Let's talk to this guy." Now, as you heard at the top, I, mean, I haven't even reached out to Eric Bieniemy, and Watson has said on more than one occasion that's who he wants. There have been several Texans say that. I think you at least interview him, but you know that'll that'll be for Nick Nick and Jesus to yep. to do, and you know while they're staring into each other's eyes lovingly. What if they don't even interview him? What if he sits down with Deshaun, maybe on a bright or a hopeless bright side? But he sits down with Deshaun. Deshaun says, "I want the enemy." He goes, "All right, say no more. He's the hot candidate. We won't even interview him. We're just going to send him an offer." Still want to talk to him because you still got to find out. Hey. Because, I mean, if he comes in and says, well, I'm going to call all my own plays and hire all my own uh, my friends and keep Tim Kelly around, it's like, eh, wait a minute. Because my, my question would be, okay, what, what do you see the coaching staff look like? 
you know, how how fast do you envision being able to turn this around? How how will you be able to work with the GM? He may come in and, and hate Nick Casario. Yeah. I mean that that's possible. Or Nick Casario may hate him. And think, all right, I'm gonna hire this guy just for Deshaun and we're gonna fire him in two years. So you do have to interview him, but yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, but the fact that you're not telling your franchise quarterback this stuff, it's pretty embarrassing. Let's try James. And, and well, here's the other thing before we get to James. Like, I, there's fans out there who are like, well, maybe we should give uh, we should give Casario a chance. And, and maybe that's fair. Are you going to say that to Deshaun Watson? You, what are you going to tell Deshaun Watson? Don't, just don't worry about it. He's clearly got a concerns. And I don't think Deshaun Watson's just he, he doesn't like Nick Casario for no reason. I think that he's got concerns. Like this is a problem. If you're if your franchise quarterback who you just signed to an extension starts talking about wanting to be traded a year into that deal, or really even before the money kicks in. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah, and it shows a bad disconnect in the and, organization. And you're right. You know, not you, but people are right. They don't have to trade him. And they don't. And and he's got a no trade clause and we talked about that. And so even if they wanted to trade him, he would have to approve anywhere that he would be traded to. But what he can do is be unhappy and miserable and and not show many, up or be the first guy there and not be the last guy to leave. How many unhappy, miserable quarterbacks I mean, and that's what we assume he would be for the next three years. How many of those guys are having, like, awesome success with their team? It just doesn't seem to happen. And if you don't think a guy can force his way out, Odell Beckham Jr., yep. Antonio Brown. Jay Cutler. Uh, there's there's no shortage of guys who've done it. Now, I, I don't think he would do that, but, I mean, somebody somebody in that organization needs to stand up. Good for him. Somebody needs to say, hey, let's just, you know, let's do something different. And somebody says, you don't think maybe they hadn't interviewed him yet because they wanted a GM to be in on the interview. That would make a lot of sense if they hadn't already interviewed three coaches. Right. They've already started the process. Yeah. They haven't even asked. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. At least- well, like Adam Schefter said, why would he, why would he go now? He's, he's interviewed with every other team. So of the six open jobs, he's interviewed for five of them already. Why would he wait until – or why would he interview with the sixth one who didn't make him a priority? Think of it like a, a recruiting trip. Like, why do you do you go with the team who calls you on the last day? Oh, hey, we got an open spot. You want to come talk to us, or do you look at the ones who were wooing you from the beginning, the, the people who actually want you? The only it, it's this is like the Bachelor, and the if the hottest chick waits till the last minute, okay, you know I'll probably go, but uh, this ain't the hottest chick. This is probably the third or fourth most attractive, and she's got. She's got some issues. Yeah. You know, she's kind of got a, a, a wart on the side of her nose. You know, one breast is bigger than the other. Man, there, there's some problems here. All right, let's try James now. She's so, also a cult member, apparently. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> Hello, James. Hey, poor guys. Um, hey, you know, so I, I, my question is, my question is, what do you think was the biggest slap in the face to the, uh, to the Oilers or to the Houston football history is it the move to the oilers or is it the trade or is it the stupidity of the owner who allowed a trade of our arguably one of our top i would say five six players to ever play the game in houston 
and then turn around completely break down the management system that made the move to try to see if they could coach their way out of it. I don't know. I mean, it's all terrible. I, I mean, it sucks having your franchise hauled off and left, but I mean, I honestly, I wish right now Cal McNair would haul this team off and leave and they, like someone else would come in five years from now and say, hey, I'm going to start a franchise in Houston. But see, or, this is this is the problem. And I lived through this with Bud Adams. Okay, it's before your time. You can't get rid of the owner. No. No matter can't. how much you want to. Nope. No matter how much you wish he'd sell the team. And it, it just isn't going to happen. You know why? Because rich people, when they own something like this, they don't get rid of it. And then they pass. we find a woman to pull a Donald Sterling on him. Yeah, if we could do that, but... I mean, his woman's asleep all the time. What's no she, kidding. <laughs> she slept through it. <laughs> Maybe it happened, but she was I asleep. I mean, we know a few women who might, you know, court Cal and try to get him to say something on tape that'll get him to sell the franchise. What are you trying to get Holly into? <laughs> I didn't say Holly. Oh, I thought that's what you were insane. Dude, I'm not wishing any of our friends on that guy with that mustache. <laughs> Come You're on, You're connecting man. dots that I didn't put out. <laughs> My best. Uh, the obfuscator says... Uh, Deshaun deleted his tweet. If he really wanted out, why would he do that? Uh, because <laughs> it went viral and the whole world was talking about it and it made him look kind of stupid. And he didn't want to take a, a firm stance one way or the other. Here, ask yourself this question. If he didn't want to be traded, why would he have tweeted it to begin with? And why is he out, mm. why is he out leaking stuff that he might demand a trade that his teammates are telling people that? Now he's doing that so that he'll have he'll have some say. But I love this man. I love this because you know what this is. It's it's time for somebody in that organization to not be an idiot. Burn it down, man. The whole hell thing. yes, hell yes. And uh, if you're injured while it's burning down, that, that's why you got to call my man, lawyer Dave. Because if you get, if you get a burn from that, then you're gonna need uh, you're gonna need a lawyer. And that's what lawyer Dave's all about. What's going on, buddy? Well, I am sitting here uh, talking to a couple of different court coordinators on cases I might try in the next week or two, so I'm busy, busy for you blitzers out there. Hey, it's Lawyer Dave. If you've got a legal question or a problem, call me, 713-626-8900. Yeah, and you, you, you handle personal injury, but you'll answer any questions for them, and, and if they need something else legally that you don't handle, you put them in touch with the right person, and if they don't have a case, you'll have a nice chat with them and say, sorry, you don't have a case. Well, that happens quite frequently. Blitzers, I, we are a family, as I see it, and I am the family lawyer. So any kind of question, issue you have, hit me up. Like Fred said, the consultations are always free. If it's something I do, I'll darn sure help you. If it's something I don't do, I know everybody in town, done this over 30 years, I'll send you to somebody that can help you. And if there's nothing to be done because it just doesn't make it, I'll tell you the straight shot. It is not going to get you there. Yeah, and, and they're not. It's not a dime out of their pocket until you win the case. So if they need medical help, you, you'll head, you'll help them out with that. Uh, they don't have to pay you anything until you win. That's exactly right, Fred. If we ride this ride together, you don't pay me a penny till we win. If you don't have any money to get to a medical doctor, or you don't know what doctor to see, we'll hook you up with one that won't charge you any money up front. If you can't get there because your car's wrecked, we'll get you a ride back and forth. We'll do all that stuff for you. We like to help folks because this is a great job to have. All right. Tell them how they can get in touch with you. Call me at 713-626-8900 or lawyerdave.com is my email. Or, excuse me, that's my web address. <laughs> or Lawyer Dave Law is my Twitter handle. Or by all means, tweet Fred and he'll tell me tonight when we're having drinks. All right. Uh, see you in a little bit. But if they need a lawyer, what do they do? They had better dial Dave.
This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Happy Thursday, unless you're a Texas Texans fan. But uh, yeah, I, I'll go ahead and do this now because uh, I was going to save it for later, but we're talking about Brian Dable. And I'm going to go with I'm out on that. Okay. And, and it's not... It's not the Patriot thing per se, but what was my biggest complaint about O'Brien hiring his buddies, not bringing somebody with a different perspective, you know, just doing the same old old boy network. So here's two guys who work together, who have the same agent, which by the way, I'm sick of that crap too, that one agent is responsible for everybody in your organization. Yeah. Uh, That's that to me, that's, that's dangerous. And when you look at his career, this is really the one year you could look at him and say, oh, wow, this guy's doing great. Um, don't give me Alabama. Everybody does well at Alabama. Don't, you know, that, I'm not even listening to that. Okay. But his other stints as offensive coordinators, not that great. Now, he didn't have a ton of talent, but, you know, 30th is 30th. Uh, 32nd in 2009 with the Browns. Um, so basically, his resume is this year. And now uh, it's, he had it's some impressive. good years. Uh, maybe not running the offense, but definitely with his hands on the offense in New England. Yeah. But we've also but, discussed but, but everything again, you that get, happens in New England. Is, you draw a line through that. Yeah. So if we can't use that, what we're using is uh, his stint with the Browns. Uh, his stint with the Dolphins, where they were 20th in the league. Uh, Kansas City, before they got good, uh, with Romeo and those guys. Uh, back to the Patriots, then on to the to Alabama, which I'm not going to give him credit for. Because you have to be really stupid to not have a good offense at Alabama. Yeah, I mean, everybody does. So this is it. And now it's been great. And this is the, best, the first time he's had a real quarterback. And obviously he and, and Josh Allen have meshed very well. But it kind of goes back to my Brian Schottenheimer thing. What was he without Russell Wilson? And so what was Brian Dayball without Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs? Yeah. So that, I mean, I don't know that I'm out because I, I, I don't know that that's enough. I just, I don't like the idea of, oh, he's got the same agent. I mean, you just hired a GM because of that. I mean, what are you doing? One guy is going to have all the people in your organization that make you flatter or fatter? Well, it, it's not it's not ideal, certainly, but I, I also I, I also worry that man, maybe you're turning away a really good candidate because of who he knows. Yeah, I'm not saying you should hire people based on who they know, but should you also turn people away based on who they know? I don't, I don't know. It doesn't seem fair to, or or right or smart. No, but I mean, if if your mind's already made up, yeah, and which it may be, and that's the problem. Is you've already hit, just like just like your GM, your mind was already made up. Everything else was a dog and pony show, and you you, know, you set up an interview with a guy and then canceled it because you decided to hire this guy. 
And if you're doing this, that was the direction you were going all along. And I again, fair or not, I'm going to judge that harshly. Yeah. So, yeah, seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. Now, I, I do. There are some things I like about the guy. I, I do like he's been around a lot of different places. I don't really think of him as a Patriots guy because he went and had success elsewhere. He also had failures elsewhere. But that was, I mean, we're talking eleven years ago in Cleveland. So, I mean, that guys do learn. Guys do get better. I think the best example that's Greg Roman. Guys like Greg Roman. Guys like Vic Fangio. Uh, Vic Fangio, when he was with the the Texans, was a terrible defensive coordinator. Well, he went on to become one of the better defensive coaches in the league over time. Uh, Greg Roman, same thing. He, over time, got better as a coach. So certainly that's a possibility here. And I, if I could get me some of that Bills offense, I'd be, I'd be down with it. But if it's just they've already made up their minds, this is the direction they're going to go, and Matt Patricia is going to be your defensive coordinator, it's like, oh, boy. Here we go. Yeah. I don't want any of that. And, and and that's and that's not on him personally. It's just to me, it's the way you're doing business. Let's just make sure we go to the same pool. And, you know, but hey, if they do that, the good news is at least with Dayball, I won't I won't be out on the team yet. I mean, I'll I'll give him a chance. But I'll be kinda out. That's fair. I, 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 like I'm already I've been out on how long have we been out on O'Brien? It's it's been at least three years, right? So it's from our perspective. I just I want to be I want somebody I'm not out on before they even start. That's all. The obfuscator is so. I mean, he's so and he's so angry that anyone could doubt what the Texans are doing. Just keep being a cuck to that team. Just keep sitting in the corner and watching the Texans rail your wife because that's what they're doing. Keep doing it over and over and over and keep thinking, oh, it'll be better now. It'll be better now. No, it's going to be the same thing over and over and over. Like, the, if you're even thinking about defending what they're doing, you're, you're the mark. You're the dummy. Like, be smarter than this. Like, why, why, what, what about this feels any different to you? What? None of it does. It, like Deshaun said, it feels like more of the same. Yeah. And he says, you scheduled an interview with a guy and then canceled it to hire this other guy. Since when is that a bad thing? People in charge do this every single day. I, I don't know what your job is. I'll tell you what. When I ran a pretty big organization, we didn't do business like that. And guess guess who had more success than the Texans? Us. I still got the trophies on the wall. So, you know, no, that's you don't go and say, okay, first off, you don't hire a damn fairy firm or whatever the hell they are. And then they give you five names, and you interview a few of them, and then you have another one scheduled. Like, oh, you know what? We're just going to go to this guy we wanted two years ago. Why are you going through any of that? Why? Why? If if you think that's good business, it's like your mind's already made up. Why are you interviewing anybody? Yeah, you're just doing that to try to fool people like you into thinking that they're doing their due diligence. And if if that was what they were going to do all along, just say, hey, this is who we wanted two years ago. This is who we want now. Let's not worry about hiring a firm to help us. Which, that was wasted money anyway. It was. Yeah, especially because you already knew, apparently. Yeah. And th- that's okay. Uh, Corn Ferry's probably happy about it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'll be honest with you. They could have paid us a million dollars to consult, and we could have given them some names. We should and, start our own. And they could ignore no, it. No, I need to be a consultant. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's, it, it's so funny because, yeah, I, I mean... 
and I've said all along, I think there's a chance that you know Casario may be good. We'll see. Let, let's let's see what roster moves they make. Let's, uh, oh, I'm not saying he's not yeah, good. Yeah. Like, maybe he is a really smart guy. But I think if, if you're someone who is giving everybody the benefit of the doubt right now in this organization, then good luck, man. Because <laughs> they, they, they don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now it's like you find out after the fact. Casario was available all along. You knew he was. His, you knew his contract was up. That's why his name popped up as soon as they fired O'Brien. Hey, listen, man, I get you want to give these guys the benefit of the doubt, and I, I've been giving him the benefit of the doubt for years, right up until they traded DeAndre Hopkins, and now I'm giving them nothing because that's what they are. They're going to be predictable. They're going to do the same stuff. Surprise me. Surprise me. Bring in somebody, uh, you know, interview somebody who's from a different organization than the Patriots. And I'm not talking about GM now. I'm talking about head coach. You can still salvage this. You can still go get a head coach that, hey, that that makes a lot of sense. And I'll, you know what I'll say? All right, so far, so good. But based on past performance, based on what this thing has been with Jesus Easterby, I don't anticipate them making the right move because they haven't done it yet with the exception of firing Bill O'Brien. And, you know, that, great. Who put him there in the first place? And, yeah, Obfuscator, brother, just stop. There's no, you're not, you're not, you're, you're not going to believe suck. in him, believe yeah. in him, man. Yeah, that's, that's fine. That, that's, that's great. You're not, you're not sucking me into that junk. No. Like, go, go for it, dude. You want, go buy a new, go buy a new jersey. Like, whatever you want to do. But, don't just realize what's happening to you. You're that, being, you're being you played. Know what? That's what they need. It goes back to what I wrote yesterday. You know, you love your dog, even if it eats its own throw up. And yep. here, here they are. The Texans are eating their own throw up, and you throw up eaters. And you go and you all go, of you, and you let them lick your face after they do it. Well, the problem is, is that they fired O'Brien because it was clearly costing them money because people weren't showing up to the games. But they weren't going to show and, up anyway. But they're counting on all the fans to have just the memory of a goldfish, and no matter who they hire, come September. Oh, all those PSLs are going to be filled. All right, let's take a quick break. It's the Blitz at ESPN 97.5-92.5. The Blitz Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Boy, you guys are a mess today over this. People are wild. I know. But, I mean, listen, I get it. Everybody's just looking for any kind of positivity with this team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, just, and, and I don't I, think this is it. That's I, all. And I've talked to I've talked to a couple people in front offices, and they like Nick Casario. They think that on his own he'll do a good job. But all I'm going on is what I have to go on right now, which is okay. This is another move that that is just typical of this organization. And I mean, some of you guys are just trying so hard to defend them on everything. How about you just take a step back and, and do this? I'm talking to you, obfuscator. Uh, how about you do this? Let let it play out. Let's see how the guy does. I'm willing to do that. But let's stop defending every single move they make. They're indefensible right now. 
That's why that's why you can't trust them. So if this works out, then great. You know what? Then maybe the next move will work out. But I'm also I'm not going to sit here as I've tried to do every year. It's like, well, if this works out, this works out. I've, I've had enough of that because it never does. Yeah. And he's like, so you don't think it's possible Texans don't didn't know he was even interested? It was totally impossible because his best friend is the guy who's hiring him, and I'm sure they had conversations. And there's a reason his name popped up as soon as it happened. So, no, I don't think that. And I, I think you're being naive if you believe that. So, all right, 713-780-ESPN is the number. <laughs> Bigger bleep show, Texans or Capitol Hill. Texans. Yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> listen, I know you guys. Listen, I, I'm the one that tries to bring you positives on the text. I, 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 I do try, right? I understand that, that. Even if I don't agree. Thought process. I, I do but, try because I do know how much some of you guys care about these guys. I can't do it right now other than let's let's see how it works out. And I I did. I reached out to, to some people who I know really well to, to kind of find out more about this guy. And, and a, more than one said, you know, he really did a lot of the, the good things that happened there in the front office. And I think, I think the Texans are going to be lucky to have him. And, I mean, I don't know that I necessarily bought it, but I did ask because I, I remember yesterday I spent the whole time asking for positives on the hire, and yeah. we came up with a few. But you know, it's, also, it's also all the stuff that's now swirling around it, it just looks awful. And then Matthew asked, what if Jesus Easterby gets fired by Casario? Um, now that would be interesting, right? Then you might say, hmm, hmm, but I don't know that that's happening, right? I, I, I bet his agent's that. not going to be happy if he gets his guy fired. What is a, what is a VP doing with an agent, by the way? I don't know. I'm a VP. I don't have an agent. I mean, it's like, <laughs> what do you need one for at that point? If you're like, yeah, I mean, where else are you going? Oh, not dead set. Ask these Texan fanboys what they'd be saying if all these moves were being made by the Cowboys. Uh, they'd be laughing. So, look, man, I'm I'm just trying to be honest with you because I I listen. I want this team. I actually want this team to be successful. Uh, I think it's you know what? It's fun when you have a good team in your city. Remember how much fun it was when the Astros were winning. I don't care if they were cheating when they won a World Series. Remember how much fun that was. I'd love to have that happen again. Yeah. I've been watching the good, the good old days. I've been watching football in this city since I was one years old and have never seen any kind of championship. Never. I'd like to see one for the people of Houston, for the city. And, you know, I, now I kind of feel like I'm working in Detroit <laughs> because that's the Lions, right? I mean, that, it's pretty much the same thing. Well, they're going to make a stupid move. And then you think, okay, well, maybe this time they'll get it right. And the Lions but may have... Won't. The, the Lions... You know you know what Bill O'Brien did? He made Matt Millen not look as bad. Yeah. I mean, I think general consensus, Matt Millen was the worst GM ever until Bill yeah, O'Brien. That's, that's it. Texans, Texans and the Lions, same thing. <sighs> I'm trying really hard. Uh, it, but I'm also not going to just give them the benefit of the doubt because they don't deserve it. They haven't earned it. Yeah, and so we said you're kind of out on Dayball now. What are your top couple of choices other than the enemy? Uh, and I'm not totally out. I'm just, I, I kind of, again, this 
it's more the situation than it is the guy. So I, I mean, I probably shouldn't say I'm out. I mean, I would be, I'd be out if it were Josh McDaniels, no question. Yeah, but if it's him, I'll, I'll give it a chance. But I, I also think it just kind of smacks of, and especially after you see the betting odds as soon as Casario was hired, switched over to Dayball. That ought to tell you something. It should. But uh, you know, I I had said it before. I you know, obviously I, I'd like them to interview Bienemy. I'd like them to interview uh Sala. I'd also I like that they're interviewing Matt Eberfluss. I like that they interviewed Joe Brady. Uh, I think all those things I, I don't know which one would be the right fit, but I wouldn't hate a defensive coach here. Did you guys notice that defense last year? Pretty, pretty not good. Um, and if, if Matt Eberfluss could come in and, and take that from number 32 to, say, number 22, how many more games do you win? Yeah. You'd have to hire the right offensive coaches. But I, uh, a guy like that, I'd be okay with. But Joe Brady, I'm, I'm all for take a shot. Although, you know, you look at his resume, and it's not – his is pretty thin, too. If I'm going to call Brian Dable out for one season, you know, Joe Brady's is basically one college season – and he made a pretty crappy offense look okay in Carolina. Yeah. So, but that's that's also you're buying on upside, right? You're trying to get the next Sean McVay. Yeah. That's what everybody wants. Yeah. So, so I said didn't have football in the 1600s. That's yes, not I did. that's not true. You don't know that. You weren't alive. That's not true. And I was actually coaching in the 1600s. Yeah. For the Fountain of Youth squad in Florida. We went 5 and 5. Oh, boy. So we said Fred's seen football championships in Houston. Oilers won the AFL in the early 60s. That's right. Uh, I tell them, Fred. I hate to break it to tell you. Tell them about it. Tell them, you, tell them about your seats that day. I was not alive for that, that one. You were at that parade, too. Nope, not alive for that one. So, my favorite thing is, um, and somebody brings up a good point, NFL is so weird, the difference out of tens and four, 10 and 4 wins is so small. It, That's true. It is very true. And we don't talk about that enough because, uh, all, I, and you know, and whenever people talk about oh, they had all these games with, within one score this year that they lost, and that's you know that's okay. I mean, that's every team though, and, and yeah. the good teams find ways to win those games. And you know, yeah, if, if but then every one of those games would have had to go in the Texans' way for them to be a ten-win team. That never happens unless you're the Chiefs, or you're, you're a truly elite right. team, you pretty much win all the coin flips. And it, it, it is. It, it, that's why That's why when you guys made fun of me when I said you could turn it around pretty quickly. But, yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break. It is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. I'll call with you. to the HRNP listener line, dial 713-780-ESPN. Looking to outsource your company's HR and payroll? Get the top initiative and smart solutions with HRP.net. 